Hey friends, just a little pre and post show message for you. And yes, we're going to have it in both places. We wanted to tell you about this Patreon situation. So you're going to hear this now and then you'll hear it again later. So enjoy and don't don't pay too much attention to this one because you're going to have a second shot at understanding everything we say. We're going to bookend this because we assume you'll miss it the first time. You're going to get it the second time. It's going to slap mm. you back. You can even stop listening now and just tune into the second part of it on <laughs> 106.66106, 106, the repeat. <laughs> Thank you for listening, number one. Uh, if you haven't been to the Patreon page, it's Catching In with TJ Miller. And people are pledging a little bit of money here and there uh just to support the show keep the lights on and so what we've done is you know it means so much to us that you're pledging even a dollar three dollars twelve and a half dollars a month you know it's it's really not that much out of your pocket to to pledge three dollars twelve and a half dollars um but it means a lot because the twelve and a half for an army of many and uh and a, a man of one that that fell off the rails for me. That went off the rails. Don't if you listen to that. If you're listening to that a second time, I want to apologize a second time, <laughs> like I did the first time, apologizing a second time for having that metaphor just go right off the rails. If if you're able to pledge, uh, some weeks you'll get maybe a bonus track or some outtakes. Sometimes you might get a full episode a week before the general public gets it. Other times TJ is going to sit down and he might write you a loving note. Uh, that's what he's been doing this last week. He's been sending messages out to people. Individual messages. So here are a couple of examples. Um, I just, on Sunday, I just went through and messaged just every single person. On the entire Patreon account? Tra pretty, pretty much. Travis Zikafus. I wrote, Travis, what the fuck is going on with your last name? Is it real? If it is, slap me and call me Grandma Tissel. <laughs> name the music group that said that. I love you. Thank you. And these are not form letter so i've gone through and that done doesn't sound like a form letter that's not something that would adam work. adam rulon when he pledged three dollars a month i wrote a pickle party is not enough for adam rulon for he has pledged and dredged through the gregory of it all thank you adam your support means more than miriam's dictionary and that bitch barely cracked the book friends eternally tj gregory tromp i said thank you by saying tromping through the generosity fields you have become my swamp friend Thank you for your pledge. It will not go unseen. One bean is better than no bean, and you have been seen as my favorite single bean. I love you, Gregory. Thank you. And Gregory, if you keep donating, I'm going to become a Gregular. <laughs> That's something Kate and I talk about a lot, is if you're a regular Gregory, or if you're a Gregory regular, you're a Gregular. Daniel Thedal, I said, Daniel, you are my dad, and I am yours. Thank you for your pledge. Let's throw eggs at cars of people we don't like. You are the deli. Deliciously generous. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Now, I assume you I assume you sent these late at night um, when you were in an altered state. Is Ooh, that correct? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, this is a real deal. James Primer, Primer, P-R-I-M-M-E-R. -M -M -E I want to say thank you so much. This guy donated $121 a month. So he's truly a 12 and a half or to the core. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. And I said, Jesus, James, you are the bomb.org. Thank you. Thank you. This is huge and means so much. Let's always be best friends in the rain. When it's not raining, I will stay away from you, James. But here is a primer. Coat the house before you paint it. <laughs> because his name is James Primer. Some yeah, of these you're going to Some of them maybe you shouldn't even read out loud. You never seriously, know. Though, seriously, though, ladles. Thank you. I'm <laughs> eternally grateful and temporarily pissed that you shit in my hamper. James, I love you. Thank you. So- and I mean, this goes on and on. Even just people, John Runberg, I'm like, 
John, do people call you Johnny? I wouldn't. It's in poor taste for a Rundberg. Let's get the phone. Let's get into the phone party and say thanks. I appreciate you. Be my great aunt. So these are just some of the, you know, one of them's name is Pollock Shithawk. And I said, oh, Pollock, your names are confusing, bewildering, and appropriate. Thank you for your legs, hands, and generosity. Be well. Um, so I'm just sending, you know, just the most ridiculous things. So that's the Patreon. Uh, TJ's got some, it's rare for him, but right now he's got some time on his hands and he might be reaching out to, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, if you, uh, to, if, to you make a, Two more things uh, if you here. make a pledge when I have the time, which I've got much more of, yeah, that's right. I'm going to, I'm going to reach out, say thank you. And, uh, we can sort of text every so often message over the platform. You're not, yeah, we're not promising a, I'm not saying, that. That's a possibility. And I'm not saying that's we're going to become text Can't best friends. Me. I mean, I have three creatures living in my house that I need to attend to. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a few weeks. Uh, one other thing we'd like to ask you uh, as a favor. If you enjoy the show, please uh, tell your tell a friend and tell them your favorite episode and maybe make them listen to that favorite episode. That yeah, way, Make them listen to that episode. Yeah, episodes. Yes, episode. We call them episodes now. It's an episode where you... Because if you're a kitty cat, they make you purr. They're an epper. That's right. It, it's, it makes you purr a little bit, these episodes. So anyway, tell a friend, uh, hook them up with your favorite episode or episode, and uh, thank you for listening. And this is our... Pre-show advertisement in our post-show. Yeah, in our post-show. Not even an advertisement, just a thank you for pledging. We appreciate it. And I just was having so much fun. Charlie Bedrup uh, pledged $5 a month, and he came in uh, as a patron April 23rd. So it's just a huge deal. $5, you know? If, if, If all of you gave $5 a month to us, it would just save us completely. Well. Um, I said to Charlie, I said, uh, Charlie. You are a great man and a mammary gland. Tell no one I said that. You've been so good to us, I want to buy you a foot bath. But alas, I have been banned from buying foot baths. By who, you ask? The czar of foot baths! I didn't know it was a thing either. Friends in perpetuity, TJ. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep Conversations. In the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent Irsh. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. Let's knock out a tasty classic. What do you think? Gotta get, uh, you know, we're gonna get as nasty as someone else wants to be. Do you think other people? Want us to get nastier? Do you feel like that's part of the this, like? There's honestly, a bit of a frustration. Some of this stuff has gotten too nasty for some people. I think I think there's a level of nastiness that uh, that we've reached occasionally that people are going too nasty. It's just a it's crescendo. Yes, it's a David it Yeah, we've we've really reached it's staccato, so it gets <laughs> nasty, nasty, and then not as nasty. And then, no, 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 nasty and then it's just been brought down to absolute uh what's the opposite of nasty just uh puritanical you know it's just gotten it's okay it's, yeah it's nasty versus polite you know and we want to get as polite if you'll excuse me and thank you i'll say ahead of time as yeah. we want to be sometimes we're looking to get as polite yeah as we want to be i'm opening doors yeah. for other it's, doors it's, that's what I've been doing. 
right. <laughs> Do you know, a lot of people. It's not for other people. You're opening doors people, for other doors now. Revolving doors is its own. Every time I go in a revolving door, I'm opening the door for another door. And then I just keep yeah. doing the 360, opening doors. I'm getting as polite as I want to be. Yeah, you're that polite. Well, you're you'll actually open a door uh, for another door, and then you'll when you get inside, you'll open a window. Recently, uh, even before anything happens. Recently, huh? I saw a beautiful woman. It was definitely my wife, and I opened the door for her. She walked through, and I thought this this isn't as polite as I want to get, as I want to be. Right. Yeah. So I built another door. I asked her to sort of stay where she was. And I took about, I don't know, two and a half hours, three hours. She was she was very late for her appointment. I took about three hours, built a door, then opened that door for her. So I opened the first door for her, built a door, and then opened that door for her. And that door was actually a revolving door. So I had her go through that, and she actually exited the building and was confused and didn't ever end up making that appointment so that was yeah she was quite upset about that but i i was you know what I they say you with can't, her to wait two and a half hours you know what they say they say you can't judge a a house by its door yeah and you can't uh, judge a cover by its book because i i've sort of yeah. i've dove into quite a few books they've been awful and then i closed the book having not looked at the cover and the cover is great you know beautifully designed well put together so you can't can't judge a cover by its book, well, and and it's really it's it's what it's what's inside that counts. That's what and 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 we all have different organs and stuff inside of us, and that's what counts. You know, and every right? church has Bones. every church has a different organ, right? And and I've said I've been saying this since the beginning, but every day has its steeple. It's, that's what they say. <laughs> they say. <laughs> I think what I've been saying from the beginning every, is it's anybody's game. At this point, it's anybody's game. At this point, at this yeah. point, it is anybody's. Anybody's. Game. Yeah, it is anybody's game at this point. It's it uh, be an iguana's it, game. I mean, it doesn't even matter. It, some people the, the game of a brick or a dog. It's just it's any entity's game at this point. Yeah, it is. It is. A lot of people don't know that either. They don't. They don't inherently sense that it's anybody's game. They think it's one particular entity's game. But really, it's anybody's. Right. They're thinking, there's a couple people. It's probably their game. Mm-mm. Sorry, brother. I got news for you. And say it, don't spray it. I want the news, <laughs> not the weather. It's anybody's game. <laughs> Kate sent me a, uh, a great video of one of my great friends who, by the way, um, if you like podcasts that are silly, philosophical, absurdist and just a lot of fun uh this one listen to this listen one to this one if you're listening to this mm-hmm. one i recommend listening to cash's podcast cashing in with eugene miller um but pick up yeah. the needle is a very funny podcast by a mutual friend of ours who lives in dallas texas and it's it's a sound from way out and um i'm a huge i really am a huge fan of that podcast so pick up the needle um and that's available where, uh, well, you just Google it. It's available where podcasts. Well, it's where it's where you find books. It's where you find books, like inside the bookstore. It's uh, 
It's where you can find covers everywhere with no book in the. What about judging? You, you Has anybody ever judged you, a book by its cover and then opened it up and it's just a goddamn map? Has anybody done that? <laughs> you can't judge a song by its notes. You can't. Or can you? you? Or can you? You can't judge a game by whose it is because at this point, yeah. it's anybody's game. It's anybody's game. You want to do a, a hot tasty? <clears throat> I'm looking for a buttery one. Hot, buttery, spicy, succulent pie. Tasty one. You know what I don't like? I, smooth I keep aftertaste. saying, uh, I sort of trademarked this, and it, it, it took a while. But I, uh, mm-hmm. I got the U.S. patent for... Did you literally you? coin this phrase? Hmm? You coined this phrase. I coined it. And, uh, Did you literally coin this you phrase? Know what I, you know what I do? I'll coin it. Mint it, inflate mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. reinstate it, and then debate it. Okay, so and then and then and then later in life, dilapidate, dilapidate it. Oh, <laughs> masturbate it. So um, I mean, you coined you can this this phrase is in mint condition. It's been how often do people it's say been that? Minted. This is a mint condition phrase. It's been minted, tinted. So put. <laughs> absolutely stinted which may or may not be a word um <coughs> i coined the phrase um how are you holding up right because everybody's kind mm-hmm. of saying how are you holding up oh uh, yeah how are you holding up because you know holding yeah you're kind of yeah you know we're all sort of holding up in our homes and so but i can't stop sort of starting to text people how are you holding up mm-hmm. i think that's going to be one of the great phrases that just is thrown to the wayside because of this quarantine i think people are gonna how are you holding up i think it's gonna be so uh, indelibly tied to this time people aren't gonna want to use it you know well you know, moles kind of moles thoughts. are gonna really like yeah. it. moles in particular Moles will have shirts made. Moles. We have a fox that uh, came out and was on the beach yesterday. Really? April has pictures. Yeah. For 30 minutes, it was walking around the beach. A fox. Okay? So the animals are like... We've talked hey, about hey, this, how the hey. animals are... Picks or it didn't happen. Hmm? That's another phrase yeah. that I hope goes away forever. Picks or it didn't happen. Yeah. How about no picks? How about just a description? Yeah, how about description... Or it didn't occur. Yeah, it could. We could go that direction. Yeah, we could go. Well, that's how it used to be. Probably hundreds of years ago. Do you think it was like that in the caves? (coughs) They're like hieroglyphics. Or it didn't happen. I love that. I love. um, Hey, uh, cave paintings. Cave paintings. Or there was no bison. (laughs) Still, still life painting. Or that bowl of fruit didn't exist, (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) <laughs> so what was the fox? No, it, it there was a fox and uh Wynn named it fast. Okay. Um Wynn's in a phase where he likes to name things when he sees them. He's like, we'll call it fast. And uh but the animals they are, they're they're getting kind of cocky too. And April was like, I don't want to go in the ocean when they open it up because the fish they're gonna be like angry they, they're going to be confused like i thought we had this i thought this was ours 
what the fuck are you doing in the ocean? And I was kind of making fun of her about it. And they were, she was like, there's, I'm sure people are going to be like, this is, you know, this is our turf. That's what the animals are going to feel like. She's like, I'm sure the sharks will attack people. Cause <laughs> I think, be like, this I think is our turf can, now. I, and then, and then listen up though, teach, <laughs> listen up the other day. Someone in Santa Cruz died from a shark attack. Now, is there any relation between that and the coronavirus in terms of like, I think that should count as a fatality from the coronavirus. From COVID-19. I think that the shark got comfortable. <clears throat> I think it was his wait. water again. Once the and shark sort of mitigating, set up shop. Saying, it must be a terrible thing, but I'm just saying, go on. Until they really set up shop and they're sitting in folding chairs, having uh, coronitas. Um, you know, I think you don't have to worry too much about the sharks, but I, I, that's a really good point. I, you know, we live in New York, so uh, the thing I'm most worried about is the rampant <clears throat> bison. The bison have become the, they're rampant. running wild. I mean, it's rampant. Yeah, it's anybody's it's game. Anybody's out there. game when it comes to the rampant bison. It's anyone's game. It's anybody's game. And these are mint condition bison. Am I correct? These are top notch. And I coined this phrase. These are top notch. You can't bet. You can't get a better buy, son. You know what I mean? I mean, this is that's a good buy, son. These bison are custom fit. Taste it. <laughs> so tasty. Taste it. Taste it. Um, so there are, are there really bison running around New York City? Is that correct? Yeah, you know, I thought so. I thought because I was uh, <coughs> I was a little bit confused. I woke up. <laughs> in the middle of the uh, night and um, I saw a huge bison in our apartment. That's how bad it's gotten. And mm, I was yeah. terrified. Kind of taken back, taken back what was once theirs, Manhattan. Well, and I squealed, but the bison gave a very similar squeal and it turned out that was me naked. That was me in the nude. <laughs> the bison that I saw was me in my birthday suit. And how often are you in your birthday suit uh, versus your sort of birthday casual wear? Yeah, that's. It's always a yeah, suit. That's. Do you? I mean, the other day, the kids and I, the parks are finally open. A few of them. Oh, are they really? Orange County. That's great. A few of them. A few of them. And we went into this field where there was a bunch of rabbits, and uh, the kids just went nuts. They were trying to catch rabbits for like forty-five minutes. I feel like that's when your level of optimism is at its height, when you're <laughs> at its highest point, when you're a kid, you still think you might be able to catch a rabbit. I mean, 45 minutes later, they still believed. Really? Yeah. They were still out win? there God. thinking, I might be able to catch a rabbit. There were squirrels too, but they, when they see a squirrel, a rabbit, any type of wild animal that they see, they have faith they can catch, and that's what it is to be young. And I think the minute you can no longer uh, feel confident you can catch a wild animal like a rabbit, you're no longer happy. That's when it ends. I, uh, that's when the I chased. That's I when chased, the dull. I chased a bison. Uh, <laughs> I chased in your apartment. <clears throat> I chased a bison for two and a half hours. Turns out I was on a treadmill in front of a mirror. Ladies, you don't know what I'm talking about because I haven't left <laughs> the the apartment for two months. Fellas, you know what it means to be me because you are. Those are the only people I've interacted with. Ladies, you're Kate. Fellas, 
You're me, and you have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> so. Do you think that's when your uh, innocence ends? Well, I think a lot of people think it has to do with sexuality. I think it has to do with not believing you can catch a rabbit. I mean, that's a really good point. When does your innocence really end? When you realize your parents aren't perfect? Right. The end. For me, it was when I found out my dad wasn't a major league baseball player. I don't. I don't think my kids know yet that I never played major league baseball, and I'm not in any hurry to remind them that I or to tell them. You believe your parents? But you did let him know that you played for the Dodgers when you were playing. I no, not not the Dodgers. <laughs> but that's sort of a moment. What was the moment for you when you were like, "My parents you are know, human." You, what was the first moment you really realized? You say it. it uh, <clears throat> the first thing that comes to mind. Has it happened yet? It hasn't happened yet. But you're right. They say at the end of innocence. That's often. Um, right when you have your first disappointing sexual experience which for me is every sexual experience um Mm -hmm. but i think you know the first thing that comes to mind truly is uh my mother i guess it was sort of a double banger in the sense that um my mother did two things one i realized she wasn't perfect because she left a book on my pillow of my bed um i was i'm not sure how old i was but i was pretty it was pretty young and she left a book about mortality about people dying and about your parents dying and uh that was pretty terrifying i mean i remember you know there was a lot of crying that night kind of saying well i don't want you to die and she said I'm not going to die for a long time, so you don't have to worry about it. And But that, for some reason, as a young child, that was both sort of the end of, you know, everything's roses in terms of people's lives are going to end. And then also that she didn't know how to tell me. So she not only didn't say, here's a book about something you need to know about. She just kind of left it on my bed. So that, what was that, the that cover was, of the that, book? What was that? What was what was on the cover? Um, it was just. <laughs> <laughs> and did you open a door for her to open yeah, a door? Yeah, it was just a picture of a revolving door you. with heaven on one side <laughs> and a bunch of bullshit on the other. That was the whole thing. <laughs> no, I. But did it? It was like how how long was the book? It was it's about cur- death. Well, it was for children, so it was like a okay illustrated kind of cartoon book and you know it wasn't that long i don't even remember. i would be interested to know what it was called and you know what that book was but yeah i think that was the end of innocence for me that and Do you that, remember seeing then your... the first time i sorry, looked down sorry. below my waist and saw oopsies daisies things have gotten crazies <laughs> but do you remember when did you ever see them cry my parents yeah. No. I mean, you know, likely my mother, but I think my father didn't even really cry at his father's funeral. Yeah. He's not a guy, he's not a guy who cries. That's not a big I don't think as a dad, I don't I don't I've I've created the illusion that uh not only that I played for the San Francisco Giants, but I've I continue with the story that I've never cried. I, I don't just, think I, I don't remember want them to f- 
You being drafted into the feel Dodgers. Like, uh, I remember that so clearly. And I have a baseball I don't want them card to feel... with your face on it and on the cover. And you don't judge a baseball card by its cover. You just actually that's pretty yeah. much all there is. And then there's the backside. I don't want them to feel like too comfortable crying as guys. Um then maybe there's a level of sexism in that, but I, I no, just No, you know what you know what I like about that is I think <clears throat> it's not really about crying it's not that crying is feminine or girly or something like that i think that what you're showing them is that <coughs> outwardly <coughs> excuse me a lot of chicken pot pie um outwardly you can not even a veneer but you can remain stoic strong you can you know maybe it is a facade but you can have an outward appearance right. of, exactly. of, of strength I think that's pretty good. I mean, the other thing is, even if, you know, to be the most superficial of all time, even if it's just sort of a girls really like a guy who's not sort of wimping and whining and crying and sobbing because this movie is really heart-wrenching or something. I mean, you know, that enough, that alone is enough. Men are ugly when they cry, too. It's scrunched up. It's not the way it is in the movies where they just put some drops under their eyes, right? And their face is completely... No, I saw a bison cry once. It was the ugliest (laughs) thing I've ever seen. Right in your apartment. No, men are are kind of hideous looking when they cry. And I don't want to say this in a minute. Women are sort of beautiful when they cry during a movie or something. I I, I don't know about... There's something very natural about it. I don't know. Their faces are all scrunched. You know what I've been doing, though? I have been doing this lately because these are strange times. What I'll do is I'll start to cry, right? Especially when Kate's around. And then I'll, you know, just. <clears throat> and then stop yeah, yourself? And kind of look like <clears throat> I have complete control over this emotion. The pre-cry? So gonna... you call that the pre-cry? I double down on the pre-cry. I do no crying at all. And yeah. uh, it's been good. One of the, one of the greatest course. things I've been able to do in terms of getting away with kind of just despicable behavior in quarantine, just useless bison-like behavior, yeah. is um, you do the pre-cry, and then you say something, not directly, but you say something like, I've just lost all my confidence. Because, you know, women just have a really tough time being attracted to somebody who's not confident. And so you start to say that. And then the tables turn. It's anybody's game at this point. Mm-hmm. Which, and if it's a round table, it's hard to tell even where it started and where it stopped. Yeah, the ta- when, when a table with turns, a square table, round, when it right. turns. You got to hope that if that table's turned and it's round, that somebody had a different drink from you because... Exactly. Do you ever do you ever turn the tables on someone and you're sitting at a triangle table? Yeah. I mean, that can be... It can, can be... be there can be... It can be a bloodbath. <laughs> I also like... Uh, sometimes I'll... I'll the triangle Sometimes table. I'll turn the table on somebody and I just turn it upside down. So it's just legs in the air. Oh, yeah. Right? You mean turn? You mean flip it over? Hey, no, no, no. The old table that's, flip. Uh, no, that's, How about the flip and turn where you do both? The what? You double down. You do the flip and turn table where you flip the table over and you turn well, the it. Flurn. I mean, when you flurn, the flurn. They call that the flurn. That's a catchphrase right there. When you flurn the table on somebody, you flip it, turn it. 
And buddy, you better believe you burn it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, people don't talk enough about the shape of the table they're turning. I mean, it's a real fact. If it's a rhombus, which every joke uh, shape-wise that I like to go to, but we're talking shapes, I go rhombus. But, you know, if you turn a table that's a dodecahedron, first you have to know yeah. what the fuck that means. And, and second, even notices? second, it's equilaterally dodecahedron. Mm -hmm. So you here yeah. you are going, I, at you know, what tenth of this table was in front of me and what tenth of this table was in front of you. So, and sometimes I'll turn the table and I actually liked what was on my side of the table, you know? So I'll sort yeah. of, I'll have a delicious chicken pot pie on my side yeah. of the table and they'll have just some old <laughs> rotten cabbage. And then I'll sort of turn the tables and it, egg on my face or rotten yeah, cabbage on my face. Literally, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, now, now, egg now drop I'm stuck soup with on, plate egg drop soup on your face. You know what I'm talking about? I think, so. ladies, you probably are the only person <laughs> here in the apartment with me, fellas. You're talking to yourself. But I, <laughs> I mean, have you ever have you ever turned the basket? That's where you turn the tables at a picnic. You just turn the basket. It's just a basket. Is that be, turn, that I is call your that table. turning you're, the blanket. I turn the blank. Turn it. I turn the blanket on her. Turn the blanket on someone. You turn and the blanket on it's someone. It's not easy to do, so usually I spill the contents of the picnic basket, and it's it, mm -hmm. it can be a bad, it it can get ugly. It can be a bad scene. It can get real ugly. You ever turn the tray on somebody? Turn the tray? You ever, uh, yeah. you ever turn the Lazy Susan? But it's, it's at not a cafeteria where you just turn the tray. You don't you do not do the, the actual table, but you do the tray. It's sort of a mini turntable. It's table. a mini turntable. You ever turn the Lazy Susan on someone? But it's uh, it's not an actual Lazy Susan in terms of a cabinet that uh, that turns, but it's actually a woman named Susan who's just not up for much most of the time. She just can't she uh, can't seem to get motivated. But I'll, I'll turn a lazy Susan on somebody, and uh, hopefully she's facing you know opposite direction for me. Otherwise, you turn a lazy Susan on somebody, she's yeah. looking you right in the eye, going, "I don't know if I want to even get out of bed today." I mean, you turn that lazy Susan on someone, and it just wants to get up and walk. Never, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I mean. Lazy people, take a break, sit, sit uh, down. But uh, never, active you, people, you know what I'm talking never, about. When the lazy Susan, it wants to get up and walk. You ever turn on a dime? You ever just put your foot on a dime and just spin around, right? Throw ten cents on the ground, step yeah. on it, turn on a dime, look back yeah. and say, "Susan, get your fucking shit together." <laughs> Turn up the sound and stump on the ground. We're jumping, snapping, dip, jump, jumping, snap, snap, and bingo. We're John, we're Paul, George, and Ringo. And having difficult making rhymes. It's one hundred two point nothing. What did you just talk about? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I do think that we're talking about about crying. Women say they like men that are are sensitive and they're able to cry. They don't want to be cried in front of, though. Oh, I think that's, you know, here's what it is. You get about two or three cries. That's all you get. You get you get that one or two cries, mm -hmm. maybe at a movie. Let's actually, let's say four or five. Lifetime. Just to establish it's there? Four, you mean early in the relationship? I, I think, Just I to think, establish it's there? Four to, I think you get four to five cries in the entirety of it, in your entire life. 
I think you okay, but let me just say this. Wait, let me. And see, I would say heavy on the movie if side. It, I would not be a guy who's okay. It's got to be movie side because let me tell you four times because well, especially over spilled milk. I mean that. Oh, yeah, you can't Whoa! cry over that. But if you oh, cried, no! yeah, that's no, the, that's you. a really that's when the table. No! Yeah. Yeah, that's when the bib gets put on the other person. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. I absolutely. I have no idea what I just yeah, said. Yeah. Do not. I don't know what that meant. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> that's if you cry the bib because exchanges next. <laughs> if if you cry because of a physical injury, if like, you know, you you stub your toe or you break an arm and you cry, relationship over. Yeah, done. I don't think that's a good Finito. Look. You know you always want to go to. It's if not you, a good look if, if a guy cries because something and physical I have happened. been, I mean, I don't know what it is. Might be the Chardonnay. But I have stubbed my toe. Kate and I have hurt ourselves probably, I'm not exaggerating, over 10 or 15 times during this quarantine yeah, I don't know if it's just that I haven't been in this house that much, so I don't really know the spatial sort of. Well, you got a lot of bison walking around. A ton of bison. All but you have a herd of bison all, in your house. All bison, not ideal. No buffalo, not ideal. You know your closet is too big when a herd of bison lives inside uh, with several treadmills to uh, keep it lean. <laughs> uh, you can't cry for physical problems and that's what i'm that's why i'm trying to sort of instill that in my kids and i was I super you, proud the other day really because when your favorite yeah. of my two kids said do you something have another, that I felt so do you have another kid yeah i do because i we'll thought it was just the one just when and then the other one was I you're gonna think love a, this didn't you have another child that was just a lamb's bladder filled with urine named chance or something like that i i, I forget you're going to love this. You know what Wynn said? He goes, Dad, you know what I really love? I love black eyes. <laughs> He's like, you really, it really seems like you've done something when you and have you a said, black eye. He's like, it seems like black eyes. it's a tough look. Peas? Yeah, he didn't even say that. He just goes, it's a tough look. Yeah. It seems like you've done something, like you really stood up for yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. And the thing about black eyes, and I was thinking about it, we were talking about it, I'm like, you got a lot of bang for your buck with the black eye because it looks way worse than it feels. You know, I mean, it looks terrible. It looks like you really you, you see the other guy. Right? Where, where did but he see that? It though? doesn't hurt that where, bad. Where would he have seen that? Well, he, he got a black guy a couple weeks ago, went to school with it and was just loving it. I think he took an elbow to the face like in a soccer game or something. Mm. And it was terrible. The black guy. And he got a lot of love from and it, it makes you look like a tough guy. You show up at school. You're like, all right. Hey, I'm coming to school with this thing. A shiner, as they a call shiner. it. A shiner. Oh, I love a shiner. Right? But there's a lot of injuries that have no, like, you can't, you can complain that your foot hurts and no one cares. You're not, they it don't get to look see tough, it. tough, right? I, I, you know what I mean? Uh, it's the toughest I injury. I bone in my elbow and Kate accidentally hit it pretty hard and it swelled up like a grapefruit and a grapefruit elbow, not a good look. Not a good look. Well, I, you know, I think you know you have a small closet when your grapefruit elbow won't fit inside. <laughs> mm. <laughs> grapefruit Just, elbow. You're it always on the verge <laughs> of Yoda having an orgasm. Just so close. Almost <laughs> grapefruit Yoda. Almost it was. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think that's the idea. But what? So what I was going to say because I do think this is it's a good enough apropos. It's, well, it's good enough. Oh wow! Interesting yeah. that you say that. 
So uh, I'm reading Woody Allen's Allen. biography apropos of nothing. Um, I think you get four or five good cries in your life. And here's how I've divvied them out. Okay? Because I'd say I may do I might have done five or six. So here's how I've divvied them out. Okay. You do two or three in your life. I thought you meant just No, in yeah. your life. In your life. In your entire life. So I think you do two or three at movies. Really good. I mean, hmm. strong. That's got to be a strong choice. So American Beauty, Saving e. Private Ryan, something that's Schindler's List, I guess, yeah. if that's mm-hmm. your bag. But, I mean, really. That's your cup of tea. What's that? If that's your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, yep, yep. Uh, Fraggle Rock, the entire series. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Yogi Bear 3D. Yogi Bear 3D. Now that I used all five on that motherfucker. Yeah, you believe, yeah, me too. Believe you me. Why was that other ever that phrase? jerked my tears? It jerked my tears right out of my believe body. Believe you, it's me. a tearjerker. Why, just why jerked them out. Why can't you just say, "Hey, believe me"? It's believe mm-hmm. you. I want you to believe. Believe you. Yeah, me, me. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna do that both no, ways. I think you, you really. Yeah. You turned the coaster on me there. <laughs> <laughs> the tiniest turn. You really—it's a little. You turn. really turn the coaster on me. You is, turn the is napkin on Is there a tinier me. turn? I think just to turn on a dime. That's it. When you turn a napkin but on I someone, she's two, maybe three movies that are really sad, and then you cry a little yeah. bit, and that's what you're talking about—to sort of, you know, let her know, hey, you know, no, no man is an island, no rock is a stone. No dad didn't come home for Christmas. For Christmas. Daddy but, <laughs> came home for Christmas. But I think, so you do that. And then you want to do one or two, you know, you keep it mostly funeral, major life altering events, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. you go, and th- then you can really, as they say, turn on the waterworks. So you can really, yeah, yeah. you can really open the faucet on on those ones. Funeral, I think funeral is yeah. a great a great place to open the spigots. Exactly. I don't think there's any shame in crying, uh, you know, on your. Oh own. no, I, I I think there is. <laughs> I think you know. I I, I don't, I don't I think remember, there's any shame in crying in an open air vehicle. In my downstairs bathroom, and uh, I don't think there's any shame in crying in an open air vehicle as you're driving down. The 405. I, there's no shame in that. You know, uh, sometimes people say, uh, I just about shit a brick. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever I say that, it's because I ate a brick. Actually, fellas, you know what I am. Ladies, keep talking. Uh, <laughs> hey, buddy. This was, I, I want to, let's do a couple maskers right now because I, I feel like this has been a fun, but fun little me, chat so, here so, we've had here. So what I'll say, though, is you want to do one more uh. just to finish this point. You want yeah. to save, and this is your ace in the hole. This is what you want your back pocket. Okay, you want to leave one in the chamber, as they say. Mm. Who they are? Okay, I don't know. A cry in the chamber. But you want to have one for the moment that you really realize you're going to spend the rest of your life with someone. I think that's. So you're saying there's one cry for happiness? Yeah, you want to do a strong, yeah, and that I, I've should never be done that, that should be your most. And you can really wail, you can sob, you really have to say. I've never this is cried it. for happiness, and I don't think I ever will. And I don't, I don't know if that means I'm not yeah, happy I, enough I don't, to I don't cry. Think you've ever been happy, you know? I, 
I don't know if my levels of happiness reach the heights that would be required I'm, I'm, to cry because I'm, I'm happy. I'm not talking about, oh, geez, you know. Have you cried I'm, for happiness? Well, I, I'm not saying, oh, my God, I'm so happy I could just cry. I'm talking about that one moment where you say, this person, I'm going to be with this person for the rest of my life. Then I think you just, it's waterworks. You can just full on sobbing, wailing, crying, hitting yourself in the dick, hitting Banging your head against the, dick, the ground. Slapping your grapefruit elbows, <laughs> just completely building a second and third revolving door, just full on. But I think that's really Given good. Giving a bison and a black eye. Just giving a bison a black eye. Giving a bison. Don't judge a bison by its coat. No, but I. I, I why do we? Yeah. No, just I. Why, why do we I, call I do it a tear jerker? I think I think. You gotta, why do we call it a tear jerker? Why do we don't jerk the tear out? Why do we do that? I I think because it's something that's you there. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can yeah, you I got hear you. me now? Could you hear me you. a second ago? That was the time I could hear you best. Ago? Yeah. And now I can hear you. Have you heard me later. for the I'm last hear you thirty-four minutes? Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you hear me before when we were on the telephone? Can you hear me when I'm not talking? Did you hear that? Animal style. I can hear you animal style. So, um, uh, this is a mint condition podcast we've just I think, done. But I, I, do, think? I, I really think our crying theory, I think that holds. And it's not, here's why it's not misogynistic, because it belies, whether or not it's true, it belies the idea that you can hold it together and i think that in some ways is one time kate said to me and this is true she said you know when you said hey it's not like i'm gonna fuck all everything up i'm not gonna like ruin our lives or i, I forget exactly what i said but she that meant a lot to her she suddenly felt safe mm-hmm. that i just said hey what am i gonna screw no it's every Here's what it is. Everything's going to be fine. You can't say that. You can't look at a woman and go, it's going to be okay. If two days ago you were watching, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and just crying your eyes out, you know, you got tear jerked and you cried your eyes out. And one time I, <laughs> one, <clears throat> one time I cried my eyes out. And uh, I mistook them. They fell in my lap, and I mistook them for my testicles. And I, I put my goddamn balls in my eye sockets. Which? And, uh, <laughs> and I had eyes for balls for about. And a lot of people say, TJ, you really do a lot of sort of humor or crotch humor, they'll say. But yeah. it, this, you know, I, I, well, I, I look, well, I, it, you know, our podcast I fans. Be, I, I would be remiss. Yeah. You would be remiss. I would be remiss. Yeah, you would be remiss. I would be remiss not to tell everyone that I cried my eyes out and mistook my balls for my eyes, put them in my right. eye sockets. Right. And uh, for about, I'd say, two or three days, I could I could see the inside of my goddamn pants. And well, uh, it was a real it was a real ejaculate uh, jerker. And And I would be remiss if I didn't say that our podcast listeners, the 12 and a half, like to call that era the blue period. Yeah! I like that. Oh, my God. All right, let's do maskers. Here we go. Uh, I don't think we need to. I think that's our closer right there. I mean, it is. You want to go on to a classic now? 
Let's do a classic. Guys, tune in. Let's do a classic. Tune in and tune out because a classic, a hot, spicy, a buttery classic. Hot, spicy is classic. Coming your Let's way. just roll right into a classic. I can edit any way I want, but that was awesome. Take, take off your pants and put on a pair of shirts. It's time for a spicy classic. Spicy, hot, classic pod. It's too buttery. Tasty, buttery licks. It's so buttery smooth, you won't be able to keep your hands up. Smooth aftertaste that goes down to eat. Goes down easy. These aren't margarine podcasts or marginal. These are the hot, buttery, buttery pods. pods. We're gonna dig down deep to get to the bottom to stay on. To top. get to the bottom, I love it. The bottom of the bottom of the barrel. Hey friends, just a little pre and post show message for you. And yes, we're gonna have it in both places. We wanted to tell you about this Patreon situation. So you're gonna hear this now and then you'll hear it again later. So enjoy and don't don't pay too much attention to this one because you're gonna have a second shot at understanding everything we say. We're gonna bookend this because we assume you'll miss it the first time. You're gonna get it the second time. It's gonna snap mm. you back. You can even stop listening now and just tune into the second part of it <laughs> on 106.66106, oh, the repeat. <laughs> Thank you for listening, number one. Uh, if you haven't been to the Patreon page, it's Catching In with TJ Miller. And people are pledging a little bit of money here and there uh just to support the show keep the lights on and so what we've done is you know it means so much to us that you're pledging even a dollar three dollars twelve and a half dollars a month you know it's it's really not that much out of your pocket to to pledge three dollars twelve and a half dollars um but it means a lot because the twelve and a half for an army of many and uh and a, a man of one that that fell off the rails for me. That went off the rails. Don't if you listen to that. If you're listening to that a second time, I want to apologize a second time, <laughs> like I did the first time, apologizing a second time for having that metaphor just go right off the rails. If if you're able to pledge, uh, some weeks you'll get maybe a bonus track or some outtakes. Sometimes you might get a full episode a week before the general public gets it. Other times, TJ is going to sit down and he might write you a loving note. Uh, that's what he's been doing this last week. He's been sending messages out to people. Individual messages. So here are a couple of examples. Um, I just, on Sunday, I just went through and messaged just every single person. On the entire Patreon account? Tra pretty, pretty much. Travis Zikafus. I wrote, Travis, what the fuck is going on with your last name? Is it real? If it is, slap me and call me Grandma Tissel. <laughs> name the music group that said that. I love you. Thank you. And these are not form letters so i've gone through and that done doesn't sound like a form letter that's not something that would adam work. adam rulon when he pledged three dollars a month i wrote a pickle party is not enough for adam rulon for he has pledged and dredged through the gregory of it all thank you adam your support means more than miriam's dictionary and that bitch barely cracked the book friends eternally tj gregory tromp i said thank you by saying tromping through the generosity fields you have become my swamp friend Thank you for your pledge. It will not go unseen. One bean is better than no bean, and you have been seen as my favorite single bean. I love you, Gregory. Thank you. And Gregory, if you keep donating, I'm going to become a Gregular. <laughs> That's something Kate and I talk about a lot, is if you're a regular Gregory, or if you're a Gregory regular, you're a Gregular. Daniel Thedal, I said, Daniel, you are my dad, and I am yours. Thank you for your pledge. Let's throw eggs at cars of people we don't like. You are the deli. Deliciously generous. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Now, I assume you I assume you sent these late at night um, when you were in an altered state. Is Ooh, that correct? Yeah. Oh, yes. 
Yes. Now, this is a real deal. James Primer, Primer, P-R-I-M-M-E-R. I want to say thank you so much. This guy donated $121 a month. So he's truly a 12 and a half or to the core. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. And I said, Jesus, James, you are the bomb.org. Thank you. Thank you. This is huge and means so much. Let's always be best friends in the rain. When it's not raining, I will stay away from you, James. But here is the primer. Coat the house before you paint it. Because <laughs> his name is James Primer. Some yeah, of these you're going to Some of them maybe you shouldn't even good. read out loud. You never seriously, know. Though, seriously, though, ladles. Thank you. I'm eternally grateful and temporarily pissed that you shit in my amper. James, I love you. Thank you. So- and I mean, this goes on and on. Even just people, John Runberg. I'm like, John, do people call you Johnny? I wouldn't. It's in poor taste for a Runberg. Let's get the phone. Let's get into the phone party and say thanks. I appreciate you. Be my great aunt. So these are just some of the, you know, one of them's name is Pollock Shithawk. And I said, oh, Pollock, your names are confusing, bewildering, inappropriate. Thank you for your legs, hands, and generosity. Be well. Um, so I'm just sending, you know, just the most ridiculous things. So that's the Patreon. Uh, TJ's got some, it's rare for him, but right now he's got some time on his hands and he might be reaching out to. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, if you, uh, if, to, if to you make well, a, two more things uh, if you here. make a pledge when I have the time, which I've got much more of. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to, I'm going to reach out, say thank you. And uh, we can sort of text every so often message over the platform. You're not, yeah, not a, promising I'm not saying, that. That's a possibility. And I'm not saying that's we're going to become text Can't best friends. Promise. I mean, I have three creatures living in my house that I need to attend to. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a few weeks. Uh, one other thing we'd like to ask you uh, as a favor. If you enjoy the show, please uh, tell your tell a friend and tell them your favorite episode and maybe make them listen to that favorite episode. That yeah, way- Make them listen to that episode. Yeah, episode. Yes, we call them episodes now. It's an episode where you- Because if you're a kitty cat, they make you purr. They're an epper. That's right. It, it's, it makes you purr a little bit, these episodes. So anyway, tell a friend- uh, hook them up with your favorite episode or episode, and uh, thank you for listening. And this is our pre-show advertisement and our post-show. Yeah, and our post-show. Not even an advertisement, just a thank you for pledging. We appreciate and it. And I just was having so much fun. Charlie Bedrup uh, pledged $5 a month, and he came in uh, as a patron April 23rd. So and this is just a huge deal, $5, you know, if if – if all of you gave $5 a month to us, it would just save us completely. Well, um, I said to Charlie, I said, uh, Charlie, you are a great man and a mammary gland. Tell no one I said that. You've been so good to us. I want to buy you a foot bath. But alas, I have been banned from buying foot baths. By who, you ask? The czar of foot baths. I didn't know it was a thing either. Friends in perpetuity, TJ. Yeah.